2: congress i'm ryan morrison and with me as always are austin hoffman and ryan o'connor joining us this week is mountain dew famed youtuber artist and meme lord of the internet i am friends with you in real life so i know you as phil so i'm probably gonna go in and out of calling you phil but absolutely i'll just call you mr Dew when i when i'm being professional (laughs) name dropper that's yeah that's that's my uh it's my legal name. Exactly. So, sure so give us the quick rundown of what you do, who you are, where, where you how you got to where you're at. The, the Just a quick summary. And then we'll talk more in depth about kind of making it in YouTube and what that entails when you were doing it versus now.
3: Sure. I make dumb videos on YouTube and people like it. And then they share it with other people. And it's been like that for like six or seven years. And that's kind of where I am now.
0: That seems pretty long for a resume.
3: How that's my can...
0: favorite description, self-description of a guest that we've had so far. Yeah. And it's not... It's it's
2: not he's being modest. I mean, th- these videos are dumb. But exactly. But yeah. when I watch your videos, I, I, I get tired thinking about how much work it took you to put that together.
1: Are in all seriousness, are they as difficult to make as I think they are? Or are they already there just waiting for you to sculpt them out of? video editing technology?
3: Um, it really depends on video, I guess. I mean, if it's like the stuff that I do in two hours, no. Um, if it's something that I sit down and do the audio for, I could spend 30 to 40 hours on the audio and then the same or more on a video.
2: Wow. That's a lot of time. And we've talked about it in person that you, you're a perfectionist where you can really get yourself in a hole with these things. Is that a constant problem? Do you need someone else to kind of tell you that's enough, the video is good enough? Or do you just have your own limits now?
3: That's like a huge problem and it still is. And I think it'll like forever be a problem, especially as like skill level grows in motion graphics and all that, because I add more and more ideas and thought to like what can be done here or like a polish in this area. Like if I watch something that I did a couple years ago, like I'm disgusted. And it's just like like this needs to be moving or like this has nothing going on. It's like just footage that is playing and it's it's like uh, so it just actually gets worse over time because my like attention to detail grows higher and higher and it just like stalls the hell out of me.
0: Is that necessarily a bad thing though? Yes, to always want to be thing?
3: Yes, yes. It's awful actually. <laughs> well the quest for perfection
1: is a painful one I know personally from editing this podcast, and now I can chastise myself for using so many hard P's. But tell me, how did it feel to work so closely with the legend that is Terry Crews in the famous Super Spice Bros too?
3: <laughs> I wish I was working closely with him. That would be fun. I need to contact them.
1: Well, do you look back at that video and say, ah, oh, I hate it?
3: No, I, I still like it, but I just, like, there's so much more that could be done to it to clean it up and make it a little bit more chaotic or, like, pleasing to the eyes. It's, because it's all, like, motion graphics kind of, like, tech, and there's there's certain things you can do to like motion graphics where you can have things moving around, and you can control the eye of people when they're looking at something so that when something else comes into the screen, their eyes will already be like in that top corner. So it, it becomes a pleasure to watch after a while, and this is something that's taken a lot of years to learn. So you just kind of get used to it, and then you try to play that game while trying to keep it chaotic. It's, it gets more difficult, and it sucks. And there is such a difference between
2: an artist who knows what they're doing even little things like that like tracking eye movement that's why when games are being built or just videos are being put together it pays so much to have someone who's an actual writer who's an actual artist who's an actual everything and get that team going because the final product is just worlds better i would have never thought to do 90 percent of the things you've done even in your 30 second little you know completely ridiculous videos i just would have never put them together that way and that's that's something that when a lot of people listening to this podcast are indie game devs and things like that where they they kind of just say oh you know I'll do the art myself I'll throw it together myself is that insanely frustrating for you to watch where you know that the game could be immensely better if they actually brought in an outside artist
3: yeah it it can be I mean too many cooks you know spoil the broth I think is sure. the uh... too many cooks yeah and so if you have too, <laughs> too many people many working co- on something yeah exactly too <laughs> many cooks but if you have you know if you have thirty different concept artists or something you're gonna get different styles of art and if everyone starts putting in that sort of work into something, then you're going to have a radically like not connecting piece of like, it's not going to flow.
1: Like if you have 10 authors writing one novel and they don't communicate. Right. You need,
3: you need people on the same page who like all do the same stuff and you know, that sort of stuff. And, but at the same time you need to divide it just enough where, you know, unless you're a God at everything, you need to have someone who's better at you at something to help portray like your ideas.
2: And, and, I mean, you can literally hear in the background of, of you recording right now that people are typing away frivolously because you're working on games right now on a team. Yes, frivolous typing. There's no purpose
1: to any of it. <laughs> I didn't mean frivolous. Fervently frivolous or frivolously fervent?
2: Sorry, You
0: did, scary, too. Man.
1: They're I, frivolously typing. I, uh...
2: I haven't had coffee. It's very early. Uh, So, so Phil, what time did you get into YouTube? When did you break in? Like who were your compatriots in building up the scene at that time? Cause it the, the time frame really does matter with the hurdles you had to overcome.
3: Yeah. For me, my YouTube account is over 10 years old. It turned 10 in September, October. Oh, um, happy but birthday. I didn't,
1: Oh, happy birthday. It deserves a cake or a plaque.
3: I, they don't do things like that for you. YouTube doesn't care. <laughs> I didn't even get an email congratulating me. I know they give out some kind of plaque. You get a plaque. If you have 100,000 subscribers and a million subscribers and the million subscribers, it's far larger and <laughs> fake gold. The the 100,000 is just this little like this little crappy plaque that, you know, with a cheap frame. And you have to like jump through hoops now to get it. Oh, come on. Really? You have to, <laughs> Like it used to be like, oh, you got it. Hey, get it. Yeah. But now they don't want to send it to people because they're cheap. So you have to like find five or six different like web portals to be able to. <laughs> Wait, you to have to go get your plaque own plaque. You have to, you have to ask for it now, which is so <laughs> hilarious. You have to ask. It's like I have a hundred thousand stars. Give me my plaque, YouTube.
1: You must travel through the maze of the Minotaur, but be careful because YouTube might cut corners, and it's harder to get out of a maze without corners. Or is it easier?
0: What are they? Oh, they're not. They're owned by some like cheapo company, though, right? They're not owned by anybody big. What is this Google? Never heard of them. <sighs>
1: And speaking of cutting corners, now YouTube is requiring that people that want to monetize their videos, they have to have 4,000 hours of annual viewing time and 1,000 subscribers to actually qualify in order to make money off of ads which YouTube is going to post. Are you in any trouble with that?
3: Absolutely not. I'm way I'm way above it, but it's going to make it very hard for people to break in and monetize cuz they want to do it by gosh, there's so much to talk about in in this. It's it's um it's really bad for people who make content the way I do. Um because most of the things I make are short bite-sized and they really push for time instead of views now which is just complete garbage and what do you mean by that because i've i've heard the rumors i'm not a creator
2: myself but i work with a ton obviously and i've heard that if it's over 10 minutes you get far more monetization than if it was 9 minutes 59 seconds are there actual benchmarks or is it just
3: longer is better it's kind of these benchmarks that people have found over you know time and they keep changing these rules i mean the word algorithm is always passed around a ton when you're talking about YouTube because they have all these hidden things that they don't tell people how it works. But if you somehow figured them out, you can make mad bank, or if you somehow fall into a perfect mix on this algorithm, your YouTube like your video will blow up, like the red hot burning knife videos, for instance. It was it blew up and it was so broken that it became a meat. Which right. was the, the guy with the knife and he, he heated it up and then he was cutting things. But for yeah. some reason it hit all the parts of the algorithm the perfect and showed up on every single person's YouTube feed. So they were getting hundreds of millions of views per video, which is thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's like the combination
1: of color and the objects on the screen and the content? That's crazy. It's like the Will It Blend
2: videos. They, They were literally everywhere for
1: months.
0: The secret algorithm, is it actually secret? Like, does no one know what it is? Or is it just like hidden behind a whole bunch of like 500 page legal documents?
3: No, it's literally
0: secret.
1: Think about game mechanics in a video game. They're usually hidden. You have to figure out through trial and error what they are. Because And not, if not
2: even is it a has, secret, it's changing daily, right? I mean it's it who knows what they're doing back there to, to make these must watch videos or or trending. I mean a video with ten thousand views can be trending over something that's gotten millions the same day.
3: Uh but that's usually paid. Like and it's for been sure. But, of, <laughs> it's been yeah, it's been like they say no, it hasn't, and there's no way and it's almost always something that's advertising or like something from television the big television personality it's like it's trending it has ten thousand views. (laughs) yeah trending like no that's that's not how that works yeah Yeah.
2: i mean it was pretty evident that the late night talk shows were constantly in the trending meter no matter how many views they had and if someone else a, a regular youtuber had a video with millions of views it wouldn't be up there and it's it's obviously policed it's obviously i don't know that it's obviously paid for but it's obviously policed and it might even be as simple as it's not like stephen colbert is paying to be up there but they just get better ad revenue from those videos because they're more advertiser friendly. And maybe that's why they're pushing those videos up. So whatever the reason is, certainly something's happening there.
1: I mean, it is a business and they're all it's its monetary. So that's that's why you have the thousand subscriber requirement and the 4000 annual watched hour thing that they're doing now. It's got to be business focused, right? It's got that, that's got to be the reason.
2: And I don't that's a lot. Obviously, that's not easy to get. But that also is kind of think about how many people have created a YouTube channel in the past two years as opposed to the past 10 years. I would bet it's similar. I think that every high school kid has a YouTube account now. But when you know we were in high school or college, when YouTube came out, it just wasn't the same. Nobody was doing it to the same level. And I can't imagine the accounting hell that YouTube has to go through to figure out who's owed a dollar and 12 cents on their YouTube channel. So I get why they have to set a minimum. I understand the backlash against a lot of what YouTube does. And we, we can walk through it. I mean, everything from the absolute disregard to fair use to putting late night talk shows on the trending page when when other videos are clearly doing better. But on this topic, I get it. And, and maybe I'm crazy, but everyone tells me I'm crazy, but that's certainly I get why they're doing it at least. Crazy oh. or corporate chill? Which oh, one is Yes. You I'm a
1: corporate chill if nothing else. Well, all right, so let's look at the actual reason that YouTube said that they are implementing these changes. So this is taken from YouTube's creator blog. They posted it January 16th. Starting today, we're changing the eligibility requirement for monetization to 4,000 hours of watch time within the past 12 months and 1,000 subscribers. We've arrived at these new thresholds After thorough analysis and conversations with creators like you, they will allow us to significantly improve our ability to identify creators who contribute positively to the community and help drive more ad revenue to them and away from bad actors. These higher standards will also help us prevent potentially inappropriate videos from monetizing, which can hurt revenue for everyone.
0: Wait. So Wait, I take it Hold back. on. So you can take a picture. So you can take a video of being in a suicide forest, and that's not considered bad marketing or bad no. videos.
2: But if that's their justification, and not this cost too much to figure out, then I'm 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 no longer on board. That that's a ridiculous justification. I, I had no idea that was even what they said.
0: That's definitely the PR
1: reason. Yeah, they didn't say that this was being done so they could help with their costs and generate profitability. They said that this was done, and this is another quote. Uh, after thoughtful consideration, we believe that these are necessary compromises to protect our community. They're talking about the reducing of channels that are eligible for monetization.
2: Yeah, because YouTube's still not profitable, at least they they claim, and it's one of the only not profitable parts of Google, despite its popularity. And that's, I can see trying to fix that. I mean, that doesn't
3: mean that ads aren't going to show, like, that just means you're not making money on ads. And that's Potentially problematic because they can still show ads. It's their platform. They can do what they want, which means that they're going to collect 100% of ad revenue until you get that potentially, as opposed to their cut with what they're getting now.
1: So, YouTube plays ads on top of videos regardless of whether or not you're monetized. I'm, I'm not really sure how it works.
3: I'm not entirely sure how it is now because I haven't really had to mess with it. But it's for sure there's always an ad that's going to be in the top right corner. That's their, their page ad that they have that's always right. enabled, and you don't get any money on that. I don't know if it's going to change with this system, but it's very possible that that ads might still show on videos. I'm not going to put like words into YouTube or I don't know what they're going to do, but it's entirely possible because why would they just cut a revenue source or a revenue stream completely from them, especially if this is going to potentially affect so many people? That's a lot of money.
2: Yeah, I don't think you get to choose if it's monetized until you're basically partnered. And again, I might be wrong with that, but these smaller channels now won't get that option. They might just be forced into it. At the bigger channels, though, I know you guys can can even determine the frequency at which ads come. Because you get a split of it. So if your favorite YouTuber, you feel like you're watching an ad every 20 seconds, it's because you probably are, and they they made that decision.
3: Well, not Uh, that much. So unsubscribe. No, it's kidding. certain ads and the types of ads um, you can choose if ads are unskippable, long unskippable ads, et cetera, is your choice. Apparently it drives down viewership, but according to a lot of people, you make enough revenue that you don't care because you're playing a long is, minute and a half unskippable ad.
2: And that is the difference. I mean, it yes, a minute and a half unskippable ad, even a 30 second unskippable ad will usually find me not watching the video. I, I just I didn't want to sit here and watch a 30 second commercial to watch your 30 second video. I'm out. But yeah. the five second skippable video, I'll always watch that for five seconds and skip it immediately. That that what's the Pat and Glenn Howard and show coming out that their whole ad campaign is basically, come on, don't skip this, or or fine, go ahead and skip this, and every, it's it's now a meme of okay, and everyone's just skipping it. Uh, <laughs> there's there's nothing you can do to be cute in that first five seconds to make me watch your longer commercial. And my favorite one is the the movie trailers because it ta- they have to show that that 8 yeah, the the MP8. yeah MP8. Motion
3: Picture but, Association of America. But what's it called that like title card the in the green beginning? screen? Everybody knows who you're talking about. Yeah. or or the red one if they cuss in it, a- right? <laughs>
2: Because they have to show that green screen at the beginning for five seconds. So you don't even know what movie you're skipping. You don't even know what trailer you're not seeing. And it's great. It's, it, I, I am always the kind of what's in the box kind of guy. And I need to open door number three. Even if I already got the car on the first choice, I just have to know it's there. And I don't care at all about what movie it is. I just skip immediately. Five seconds. Done. Really? The
0: trailer is like the only video I will watch it through. I don't want to give
2: them that satisfaction
0: that they got me. I don't know? blame you. I don't blame you. I'm wrong. That's, I mean like, get an iPhone.
1: <laughs> and the amazing thing here is I've like never seen a YouTube ad. I didn't know that they were a thing. Because I have an Android phone, and when I switched over from Apple to Android a long time ago, I got Google Play Music. You know, ten bucks a month, and then I found out it also included YouTube Red, which I didn't really know was a, a thing until it said, "Hey, like, you know, yeah, you're watching YouTube videos without ads." Until I was watching YouTube videos on my fiance's iPad, I, I had no idea that I like commercials were on YouTube for forever. Since they started adding them, I didn't know for years.
2: And I watch and YouTube it. on my phone, not not my computer. So I see ads constantly. It's, it's
1: yeah. you know, and not to not to shill for Google or YouTube. It's just that I can play videos and just turn my phone off and have the screen off and still be listening to the videos. It keeps playing in the background. There's a lot of cool features with it that I took advantage of and didn't even know that they were there.
3: I mean, Red goes back into what they pay. They want everyone to get Red. And that's why they're pushing so much for time and instead of views, because they want. They make more money on Red uh, and Red, like, subscriptions than anyone is ever going to make them on ads. There's no way in hell. The amount of videos that you'd have to watch personally for $10 a month for them to pocket is, is so unbelievably high. You'd have to watch, let's see, current ad rates. You'd have to watch, like, three to 4,000 videos or ads, which is ten to fifteen like, 1,000 videos. And from there, and that's... You know, everyone would have to do that for them to not make revenue, and the small, small percentage where they make slightly less is such a small amount of people that, of course, it's going to be profitable, and that's why they've always pushed for time, or more semi-recently for time over views, because they want longer videos and all this, and it's just ugh, it's so garbage.
2: They, I mean, everybody wants to be Netflix now. It's it's just a proven Absolutely. model that works, and I think all these websites are going to be pushing in that direction. YouTube was built on the back of creators for sure. But YouTube also was a a genius platform that's been ever evolving and it's a business and it needs to make money and it's not making enough money in its current structure. So I think very much so that you're not going to see YouTube as the, the free speech platform and the up and comer platform that it's been for a long time. I think new content creators are going to go to other websites and YouTube is going to be, to see highlights of late night talk shows and to see YouTube red long form shows and to watch a 25 minute I hate everything video that I do and love and I enjoy doing it. But I think that's the future of YouTube as opposed to uh, the the any kind
1: of upstarts. Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, so where are they going? Is there like a viable third option or fourth option? Are there other places?
3: Not yet. A lot of content creators now, especially because the ad revenue is getting worse and worse and worse as time goes on is twitch if you're a gaming channel right you're gonna notice all of all of your cool people and all them they're doing twitch streams because twitch streams is very lucrative for your time especially if you're larger you have uh people can donate and you every now and then get random donations of huge amounts of money you know someone who gives a thousand dollars and you did a four-hour stream that's a lot of money for your time on top of all the other donations and then bits and ad revenue if you're a larger um twitch partner is decent uh, and then you have um subscribers on twitch so it becomes way more lucrative and they just released their their platform on it for the uh premieres if you haven't heard of it which is the um you can upload a video and then schedule it for everyone to watch it and then it plays for everyone at once and they all watch it on twitch it's like its own private quick video play with a chat that's live and they're i mean they're absolutely amazon is absolutely testing the waters to try and encroach on YouTube's iron fist of content. And it's it's very obvious and it's what everyone wants because YouTube can do whatever the hell they want. They they own the market. It's their market. They could tell everyone that they can't make any money anymore. They could take their own split and and do it and people are going to cry and and whine, but at the end of the day they're going to slink their heads and just nod and be like, "Well, I guess that's all I can do because this is my platform. This is where I have" 100,000, 500,000, you know, 2 million subscribers, I can't move anywhere else because the amount of people who pay attention is so low. You know, if I post my Twitter on YouTube, I'm going to gain 500 followers, even though I have 250,000 subs. People don't pay attention because everyone is taking in so much content and skipping through things so quickly that, you know, the little nuances or this in the description or this and that people don't care. So and, and end end that's day, a it's problem not...
2: everywhere for everyone. I mean, it's absolutely it, these websites like Twitter even are cemented into the social media world now for a long, long time because it you just can't make your audience migrate. You can't put up a tweet saying, hey, guys, now I'm on whatever dot com and have everybody go there. You're going to you know, get a one to two percent migration in most cases. Yes. And even moving your YouTube to Twitch or your YouTube to whatever new platform comes out, that's more video focused is gonna be near impossible. It'll be uh,
3: difficult. It'll yeah. be very difficult if it needs to be done in such a way. It's and but yeah, going back to like Twitter for instance, if if I were to be like, hey guys, check this out, very few people are gonna click a link. However, if I create an image or something that is indicative to it, or it is the thing exactly what it is. People are gonna watch it. You know, no one's. If I make some sort of viral video, and I post it on Twitter, it's not gonna get around Twitter very much because people have to click on the YouTube link or see the embedded. It it requires a click, and a click on something like a platform like that is basically illegal. Like you can't get good people noticing things like that it needs to be in their face needs to be ready that's why you have you see a lot of the time facebook and all these other like video platforms people they have the video it auto plays and there's large in your face subtitles that is playing what's going on in the audio because it always starts muted. People don't want to click unmute. They just want to see what it is. And if they see in big letters it says something that sounds really interesting, they'll read it, and it's just like, oh, that's cool, I guess. And then they'll continue to do it, maybe they'll unmute it from that point on. People don't like to move platforms. They don't like to move around. They don't like to do any effort. You scroll, scroll, scroll through Twitter. You see a funny image. You laugh. Maybe you hit retweet. You scroll some more. You don't want to go to YouTube. You don't want to go to the Facebook page. You don't want to go here or there. You know, Every platform is – very centered for people who want to stay on that platform. People don't like to move around and have 30 tabs open, you know, and this and that, and this, it's very difficult. And that's you know, even true now for
2: all the creators listening to this, trying to figure out what to do. I mean, how you promote your channel is just as important as the quality of your channel. And it's, it's, uh, it, I see so many people doing exactly what you're talking about not doing, where it's 17 clicks until I get to their video. Uh, cause I, they have to, they take you to their Twitter page and now it's a link to their Instagram. And then in their Instagram and in the bio will be their YouTube link. And it's just that's not the way to do it. That's never going to work how you want it to. And it's it's uh it's frustrating to see because some of this content is really well done. What is the easiest way to get noticed when you're an up and comer? Is is hoping you get trending on Reddit or is it just you know tweeting at people and hopefully they'll retweet it? What what kind of works for most newbies that you see?
3: Well, it really depends. Um, depending on your platform. If we're going to, like if we're still on the platform conversation, like, for instance, this podcast. If you were to post a clip of it. As a video, it just of something that we said that's interesting, people are gonna st- be significantly more interested in it. You know, they're gonna be like, oh, they said that. This actually seems really interesting. Let's listen to it. You know, as opposed to here it is, we're talking about this thing, and people read really it be like, scroll, fuck it. You know, I don't care. Um, okay. You know, but if you had a small audio clip, and you know, maybe it was a little bit of a video teaser, and it said like, hey, you know, this and that, and maybe there's a subtitle because of course no one wants to mute things. Um, it would seem significantly more interesting, and then they get a little teaser, a flavor of it. They're like, "Actually, this seems like a really interesting thing to listen to." So they'll click it, you know, at that point. But it's only so far that you can move people because you're going to a second platform. You know, if it was embedded into Twitter, it would be even better. If it autoplayed on Twitter, even better. But obviously, those those options aren't there. I mean, now, you can see terms- that
2: with this podcast. It's it's whenever I uh, I tweet this out, we get. Thousands and thousands of plays, but we don't get the same amount of downloads because it's it's exactly like you're saying. It's hard to go to you know oh and especially in this case you would have to say oh okay that seems interesting go to the app on your phone and download it. It's just not the same that most people are, are going to do.
0: But, but yeah, pre- it's it is pretty crazy how hard it is that in like these billion dollar companies are trying to fight over someone's two second attention span. And I mean even when we're doing research for this episode, you're like oh go watch Mountain Dew's videos, and I'm like God I don't have time for like a ten minute video and. I'm I'm saying it to myself, but then I'm like, "Oh wow, this video is 30 seconds!" Like, "Oh, I'm, boom, I'm in!" Like, that's well, like, some like, platforms. Seriously, it's it's crazy how the, how companies like this have yet to find that 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 like mythical way to get somebody to, to click two screens to get to the content that they want. When people are like, "No, I don't want to. I only want to click one." Like, I, well, I want. To. It's,
3: it's getting worse and worse. It's getting worse and worse and worse because the platforms don't want you to leave their platform either. So they do things to keep you there. You go on Twitter, you know, they want to embed every piece of media because people click a link, they're going to stay there. It's the same as a YouTuber. If you're a YouTuber and you link to another video, that's bad. You don't want to do that because then people aren't going to watch the rest of your videos. You want to link to your own videos. At the end of the video, you have a video card. It's all your videos. People stay on your videos. Facebook specifically, if you have a link to a different website in a post, it is less likely to show up on people's feeds.
2: Oh yeah, and even and YouTube did things like that too where if you if you linked a YouTube video somewhere else, you couldn't full screen it unless you went to the youtube website and and every website has their own little tricks, certainly in the newsfeed algorithms. Instagram and Facebook are the worst at that. they'll hide things from you that they just don't want you to see. that yeah. isn't gonna benefit them, but youtube is is just as bad nowadays. God knows what Twitter's doing. I mean the second they came't I think it was six months ago where they said. You know, the timelines no longer necessarily in order. Everybody was like, oh, no, this is the worst thing ever. But it was inevitable. I mean, it's just absolutely what was coming. Yeah. And they introduced Twitter moments. And now it's just, you know, your news source. And you can sit on Twitter all day now. You can sit on Facebook all day now. You can sit on YouTube all day now, just depending on what your interests are. And these websites are getting better at making sure you're not surfing 30 different sites. Exactly. Uh, I close Reddit to open Reddit. You know, it's it's uh it's terrible. I although I'm kinda over Reddit, to be honest, the past couple months.
1: Hey I mean I use Reddit. I use it a lot. I just only go to like five or eight subreddits. Like there's they're forums basically. I mean that's what Reddit is. It's just a, a very populated forum, which is what you want out of a forum usually. Unless you want to close community and then you gotta go somewhere else.
2: Yeah, no, listen, I mean, Reddit made my career. I love, I love the community. I love the website. But nowadays, Reddit
0: is uh, it's a different website.
2: So yeah, our esteemed moderated. guest,
0: I, I have a question. So you you said that they haven't gotten it right yet when it comes to like create like making like the next thing for content creators. But like. Mm-hmm. Where do you see it going? Like where in in your mind where do you see it going? Like what like is like an, the next it,
3: the new platform like the
0: Yeah, if the you're saying like the platforms platform. right now aren't perfect, what like in your ideal world where do you think it, it it'll go that it, it becomes the perfect system that you want or that perfect site?
3: Yes, what's the next huge idea that'll get all the content creators? That's a tough one. I mean, if if we had that answer, you know, I I'd, I'd be a millionaire right now. Um it it's I want to say fair, but fair is not realistic marketable if that makes sense um you want a popular platform you need to pander and market it towards people and have certain things in it and all that and paying someone you know like like if i do a 30 second video and it's me putting 200 hours worth of work and someone else is doing a 30 second video and it's them standing in front of the camera for 30 seconds saying something and we make the same amount of money that's not fair in its own right you know i mean it is fair but it's not um, just because of the time in it. So, I mean, it's it's a difficult question because the only thing that's going to keep people on a platform, no matter what the platform is, is money. And it's always money. 100% of the time it's money. Um, people want to go to your platform because they can make money. People stream on Twitch because they make money. People make YouTube videos for the most part to make money. It's always related to money. The monetary value of the platform people like the steam market because they make money on selling their loot crates and all that you know it's it's always it's always the money and you know fortunately unfortunately if someone wants to make a platform that people are going to flock to it needs to promise that they're going to make a pretty damn decent amount of money or more than youtube and it's fair and because YouTube keeps shooting themselves in the foot, it's going to be easier and easier. You know, the 4,000 hours watch time thing, if you create a platform like, oh, we don't have that, you make money instantly, people are suddenly going to be interested. You know, the people who are not large, but the newer people, suddenly they can jump in. Uh, Twitch Alternatives, for instance, um, didn't have the subscriber and affiliate system. Now it's very easy to be an affiliate. You can make money after you have, like, five concurrent viewers, which is very easy. And it's just – it's you, you just have to one-up the game and make it better – when it comes to monetary options and easier and more accessible to people, which YouTube is doing the opposite as time goes on. But it's also a very abuse system in its own way as well. So it's it's hard.
1: It's almost like somebody got a job at YouTube and worked their way up until they were able to make powerful decisions in the, on behalf of the company in order to make the company make no sense and bring it down from the inside. They knew that... Th- that we needed alternatives and they're going to bring them to us. They're going to force the change. Yeah. The CEO. Thank you. Thank you. The so CEO. The what CEO. is that? But you 20, know,
2: YouTube 23 just minutes in the like... episode before Austin ruined it with a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Excellent. No,
0: it's not a conspiracy theory though. I mean, granted coming from me, I live under a rock, but like they, they are appealing. I, I get what man is saying when it, that he doesn't want to make a video that he put like 40 hours into and someone makes a 30 second video and he makes the same amount of money. But it YouTube's just like every other Like media corporation, they're going to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Like everybody's everybody gets so mad. Like, oh, why are there no good TV shows on? Because reality TV is just so much easier to make like uh, edit and then put out there. And people love it. So it's like I get it, though. I get what he's saying. Like, it's tough. They're, they're,
1: reality TV is so 2000 and lame.
0: No, it's not. They still have The Apprentice – well, not The Apprentice, but they have The Bachelor <laughs> and The Bachelorette every season. They just put out – and, and they're like when, just as popular. I mean maybe not just
2: as popular. I'm sure all these shows fluctuate. But, yeah, reality TV is super popular. It's the reason we have Spider-Man 19 instead of a new movie. Exactly, uh, These things are just easier to make and, and always get an audience and always make money, and they're constantly – breaking their own records and costing less and less money. So why not keep doing that? I mean, yeah, and- it's
3: always money. It's chasing money. I mean, it's with YouTube. Everyone has the same damn clickbait icon where it has the red arrow and it's pointing to something small. What is that red arrow? Um, most journalistic websites, if they have a link posted somewhere, like especially on Twitter, it's the clickbait where it's half of the news, the the title of the article. And of course, it's like, oh, this Justin, Justin Bieber just hit with. Dot, dot, dot. Because it was long enough that it does not fit into the Twitter moment. And of course, they know exactly how many letters fits in a Twitter moment. so they were exactly that way. And, they and then know when you that get tried to their website, click it. it's a slideshow and you have to click through the top
2: 10 Justin Bieber getting back with Selena Gomez story articles. And you have to click next, next, next to read the full article. Yeah, and that's an article is five, the,
3: five pages. And the reason know. they
2: do that with two words on every page is because it's more clicks for their advertisers. Every time exactly. you click next, they're getting a metric for their advertisers. And again, this is our fault. Like, it's the same thing with pre-orders. It's the same thing with everything else. We as a society became lazy, stupid and terrible. And that's why we are demanding these companies do this stuff. They're not allowed. I'm going to put on the lawyer hat for a second. These companies are not allowed to be good guys. They're not allowed. They are actually not allowed to come in and say, we're going to do this better. We're going to go back old school. We're going to make this easier to read and higher quality content unless they're doing that because they actually think it's going to make them more money and, and it's a good business decision. They're not Absolutely. allowed to do that. They have what's called a fiduciary duty, a corporation. Yeah, a the people. Yeah, exactly. The, the people running a corporation are not. The corporation, the corporation is a separate entity and the people running that corporation have a fiduciary duty to that corporation. So the people deciding things at YouTube have to do what is best in YouTube's interest and going to make them the most money. That's absolutely out of their hands. Anyone who doesn't think that YouTube and the people running YouTube have to do these things just doesn't understand the law and doesn't understand the reality here. And that reality is they have to do what's going to make them the most money.
0: But it's just everything's changing. It's like when people are like, oh, well, you don't read books anymore. It's like, yeah, because back in the day you had baseball where you could watch it for three hours because nothing else was on. But because there's so much stuff out there now. I mean, I even had that moment where it's like when, when Adult Swim first came out, people were like 15-minute episodes. I'm like, 15 minutes? I'm like... You can't even get a plot in that quickly, and then bam! That it, it, now I'm the person who watches Aqua Teen more than anybody else, which is not on the air anymore. But like, and then when Twitter came out, I was like, who's gonna need a hundred, hundred forty characters? That's just too short. But it meanwhile, I'm the one who's wrong. Like I'm the one whose head is in the sand. Seriously, I, I they, these companies know what they're doing, and it's not that people are stupid. It's just our attention span is changing because the access to all this content is different. And I, I hope for our, our, our guest's sake that he does find something – like that there is something that comes out that does monetize well the people that actually – like I, I hate that term content creator. I know that's probably heresy in Morrison's world, but like he creates content. You make something. It's not just some guy going on YouTube talking about other YouTube stars and complaining about them. Like I don't want to watch E! News except YouTube. I want to watch somebody make something. Like, I, I like no, you, his video. But no, you don't because you don't watch that.
2: You watch 30-second nonsense clips. So does everyone else. That The College Humor has this hilarious video about text on the top and text on the bottom, and that's the whole idea for a video. And that's true because now when you're scrolling through Facebook, it says something like Cool Dad or, or Hero Cat, and that's all people want. They want those auto when, – when videos started auto-playing on Facebook, everybody rioted. And now it's the only reason people go to Facebook to scroll down and see another stupid video playing. Maybe it's an NBA highlight. Maybe it's a dog kissing a cat. It's just the stupidest nonsense. But that is what's selling. That's what's popular. And that's what's making money. And all the people like you and I who when we're thinking about it rationally, we say things like we want more original content. We want higher quality content. We want this, this and that. Well, no, we don't, because I'm watching the same Jake and Amir YouTube video for the 3,000th time. I'm scrolling through Facebook myself when I'm bored and watching autoplay nonsense, and I I won't even sit down and watch an hour-long TV show because I, I consider myself too busy to get invested in that. And Daredevil is 17 years old at this point. I We talked about it. I just started watching it. It's incredible. I, I think I want more content like that, but I can't sit down and watch more content like that. It's just...
1: We're we are our own worst problems right now. It's not the creators. Yeah. Oh, no, it's crazy. Our attention spans have really changed. I used to be the kind of person that would read a novel every couple weeks. I still thing is I still buy a book like every two or three weeks. But I'm lucky if I get through a book every two months
0: and readings for nerds i hate you both i hate that you both have facebook's i watch c-span and want good content (laughs) become the people that you want to be damn it
1: listen my goal is to start reading a lot more because it's fantastic for your vocabulary but it is never my goal to watch a lot of c-span i I mean
2: i'm very into politics i am very uh, i am a lawyer and i would never ever sit
0: down and watch c-span
2: like you do it's it's just (laughs)
0: unreal i don't don't... watch those little click clickbait videos i want that I'm there, Mountain Dew. I'm with you. I want good <laughs> content, and I want you guys to get paid for it. Just figure out how, and I'm there. I'm an idiot, balance. and I can't figure like, it out.
1: Listen, we've gone over this. You say you want the content, but the, the audience isn't there. They want quick bites. They don't want meaningful meals.
3: Th- Whatever. That's, that's I don't problem. care. <laughs> it's, it's that there's no platform that is ever going to really contribute to the amount of time someone puts in unless it's like Twitch. Because Twitch... You put in time, and the more time you put in, the more money you potentially make. Whereas YouTube, if I can sit in front of a camera, I can talk for an hour and a half, or I could make a movie with a crew of people. They're still both an hour and a half. They both show the same ads. One cost $10 million. The other costs the camera that's in front of me. And they can both get the same amount of views, like I said, and they both make the same amount of money. And that's the balance that really messes with YouTube. And especially when they pander to hours and time watched versus the amount of views that a video gets. Because if I spend 200 hours on a 30 second video, especially when you get into animators and 3D people and people who do planning and shorts and all that, it's not viable after that time because suddenly you're making 30 cents an hour, if not that. And I'm not I'm not complaining on my own right. I'm, YouTube is not my main source of income. You know, it's, it's something I, I do for fun, but. It's going to be very, very difficult for people who put a ton of work into video. It panders, especially to people who sit in front of the camera for 10 minutes and you play, it plays the most ads for the people who are in front of the camera for 10 minutes talking. If this podcast itself was on YouTube, it would be great for monetizing because it's an hour or so long. It's it's very good for low effort and the lowest amount of effort that you can put in is going to be the most m- amount of money and time spent and it's the best for you in that way. And that's the biggest problem with YouTube because I mean, a lot of YouTubers are doing podcasts for a reason. And you look at, look at a whole bunch of gaming. Suddenly they have podcasts. Why? Because, they love time. YouTube loves to pay you with the amount of time that people are watching videos now. Not the views, time. And that's the big problem.
2: And as you know, if you want to make money, you get into podcasting because Austin and, and O'Connor and myself, we're retired.
1: Oh yeah, we're getting rich off of those sponsors. <laughs> I mean, you need, the, you need the sponsors. That's right.
2: Uh, so Brando Coin, John Renickus on Twitter asked, and it's a good question and one we were going to bring up anyway, will we ever reach a point where creators actually unite and migrate to a new platform? And I know we've talked about this at length already. But what, what I want to talk about in this is, do you think this is do you align yourself with creators or do you align yourself in your genre? Do you think that we're going to see more pigeonholed websites in the future where here's where I go for gaming videos? Here's where I go for for Mimi videos. Uh, here's where I go for for news videos. Or do you think that just Reddit or Twitch or some other mega giant just kind of figures it out better and steals all this for themselves?
3: I think it'll be splintered, and it'll continue to be splintered. Um, Any smart content creator posts what they're doing in as many places at once as possible, because it's just discoverability. If I make a YouTube video, I don't necessarily only rely on YouTube to get me views. I post it on Twitter as well. Yeah, so it's always going to be splintered. I mean, you have like Newgrounds that has Flash animations, but a lot of people who make the Flash animations puts it on on YouTube as well. Um, You have a lot of artists who post on a lot of websites Um, you have Tumblr, you have DeviantArt and, you know, whatever else there is, you know, they post on five or six websites, the same piece of art so that people find the artist and, you know, you have so many different sources of audience to pick and choose from or just potential that you hit a search for this one on this website or a search. And it takes you no extra time because you already have that piece of content created. It's like this podcast. I'm just going to keep using it as an example. Cause it's a good one. You can post it on the podcast app. You can put it on. He did not mean our
2: podcast was good. He meant it was a good example. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't uh, oh, you ruined it for us,
2: <laughs>
3: but you know, you could put it on YouTube and it would grow the podcast and then you could put it on the podcast app. It would grow the podcast and then you could put it on its own website as well. And that would also grow it. You could potentially, if, twitter had a platform that allowed you to put videos up for you know an hour and a half it would be great there you could do it on soundcloud as well and the more that you you pick and choose from all these little places more people more people you know who are just happen to be searching on soundcloud or happen to be searching on youtube for legal advice or how to break into youtube um are going to find it and it's just going to bring them all to whatever the main 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 hub is of of you and that's just how I think it's always going to be. It's always been kind of splintered. You know, there's certain areas for certain things. It's like pornography. There's a million and a half porn sites, and some are better for certain things than others. Um, it's just always going to be very splintered. There's always going to be one major hub for something. I mean, f- for instance, Vimeo, um, which no one seems to ever pay attention to, is huh. incredibly, incredibly used for demo reels for artists. It is like the number one source of, Anytime I'm, I'm seeing people post their demo, like a 3D artist or an animator, um, VFX artist, anything, it's always 100% of the time Vimeo um, because they had at the time um, higher bitrate for the videos and not so much anymore because YouTube just keeps upping their platform. But even now, still, people post their demo reel on on Vimeo. Even me, myself, my demo reel is on Vimeo. You got
1: a shotgun blast your content and hope it sticks somewhere.
3: It's just always going to be splintered and there's just certain places that kind of like meme into existence for certain things. You know, Tumblr has it's weird art crowd and that's what people mostly know tumblr for for instance even though it's a generalized image posting website
0: i kind of hope it stays that way i don't want one big company owning it all it that just oh, doesn't absolutely i don't want that it, it, that just seems scary to me
2: i don't i think you're all going to be very sad i think we're going to have four. I, I think the all the the sci-fi scary futures like the armored core future is very real uh, yeah,
0: it's definitely, it's going to be like the, yeah, it's going to be like the Aliens movie, where it's just called The Company. Everything's owned by The Company. And I don't think Absolutely. that's the case, but, like, there's going to be three. I think,
1: you know, like. Oh, yeah, the sci-fi authors totally nailed it, even though, even the old ones, and even, like, the current Dune, you have Evon Line's megacorporations, Snow Crash is an awful, oh, God, there's too much dystopian talk right now.
2: Well, in all seriousness, can you imagine if Google and Amazon united right now? That would not only be things less obvious like Twitch and YouTube together, but it would also be everything you've ever Googled, everything you've ever bought on Amazon. And they would have a complete profile on every individual. They would know you better than you know yourself. And it's it's terrifying to really think about that. How many times we've just clicked OK to a privacy policy and said, hey, please know everything about me that Translates to what you get shown on YouTube. That translates to what you get shown everywhere. Uh, your targeted advertising is is very real and it's getting very advanced. And my re- referred videos on YouTube are not the ones you see. I would wager we don't even see the same videos
0: under trending. It's it's no. uh you know it's it's only going to get already? crazier. You're the one showing off like oh I have an Alexa. Alexa do this. Alexa do that. I'm like Alexa's recording exactly what you're doing at all times. They say they're care. not doing it. No they say and you they aren't. You yeah, love it.
2: I want them to know more about me, so they it's a, advertise better to me. I want to buy your nonsense.
0: So then blame that... yourself for your future. I I gotta
1: listen. Advertising is a fact of life, and if it can be more accurate because they know more about the things I like, if they can actually help me get the things that I would like to have, if I'm not aware of a product. And because they know more about me, they can tell me about products that I don't know about that I would like and that I would enjoy that would enhance my lifestyle. Then, I mean, that's at least a beneficial part of the dystopian future that we're painting.
0: It is an awful thing to say. You're both wrong. And you know what? If I
1: never have to see another beer commercial, I'd say it's a utopian future because I don't drink beer. I hate you both. You deserve the future you're about to get. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's an awful future, but it's one that we're trying to make more palatable and more more livable rather than just railing against the
3: inevitable. Amazon and Google would be the worst monopolization humanly possible for the internet. It would probably actually destroy the internet. There was a way back, probably 10 or 15 years ago, an old flash about them joining forces way before they were even the size they were now. It was called Google's on the fate of the internet or something. Look it up. It's very old. It it was... And it's actually kind of scary how it's getting to that, but yeah, they they own basically everything. I mean, Amazon owns Twitch, uh, Google owns YouTube, Google owns a million other things, um, Google owns Blogger, um, and if another platform does come that isn't owned by one of them, they're gonna buy it. I'm very certain that. Oh yeah, we're never gonna see a major competitor again. I mean, even things like Mixer
2: that are coming up and making a little bit of noise at conventions and things like that as an alternative to Twitch. If they get big enough, I imagine Twitch is just going to buy them, or Amazon is going to buy them.
3: Or YouTube will buy them. Exactly.
2: But at some point, one of those companies buys the other one. It happens. It's happened in every echelon of human history, in capitalist human history anyway. And it's eventually Google or Amazon will buy the other. I imagine Facebook's bought up before either one of them, way before that. Facebook's trying and failing pretty constantly right now at... Uh, doing either a YouTube or a Twitch thing. I mean it is. It's 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 unfortunate, but Facebook is a forgotten relic of, of the internet to most uh, people under 30 or even in their 30s. And as a result, I don't think we're gonna see a resurgence of Facebook at all ever. I think it's gone the way of MySpace. But Facebook still has tons of information on all of us. It has our histories, it has our, our search histories and what our moods were for every minute while we were in freshman in college. And either Google or
3: Amazon, I would imagine, buys it sooner than later. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm looking at, and something that I've predicted, and I'm sure we'll look back at this in a couple of years, but I'm almost certain that Amazon is going to buy Discord, for instance. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm near certain that they're going to do it because they're going to integrate it with Twitch because Amazon has a very large stake in games now because of Twitch. And they would. it already has integration with Twitch. So I'm almost certain that like Discord is just going to be bought out within the next couple of years. And they have such a giant market share of like the messaging apps right now because
1: it's to interrupt, but discord for those that don't know, it's a uh, voice and text chat program that is free and growing and super cool and popular and hopefully doesn't change. I don't think that was worth interrupting his story for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some people might not know what it is. So you can say that at the end.
2: You don't need to interrupt. (laughs)
3: This discord, Discord is, is giant though. And that's, It's just, if there is another platform, it's going to be under a large corporation. And if it doesn't start that way, it'll end that way. Absolutely. And you
2: you can look at all of these things, though, for that. Like, with Discord, Twitch already tried doing with, with Curse Chat or whatever it was. And it didn't it didn't work. It's not working. So Discord is is mega popular. Everyone's using it right now. Why not come and steal it? You know, there's there's even things like Patreon. Patreon's starting to be integrated, I believe, into more Twitch streams and things like that. So why not have Twitch just buy Patreon and then they have a funding platform? It's
0: it's it gets back to what we were saying before, the ease of access. Like, I remember when you introduced Discord to me, I was like, and you know how resistant I am to, to, to new things, and I hate it. And you were like, no, it's Discord. It's easy. You click on one link, and bam, you have an account. And I'm like, oh, and I clicked on it, and it's great. But that, but Amazon sees these kind of things, and, and you're right. The, the future does become easier it's like oh well they'll own just they'll just own discord and they'll own twitch and you know, you'll you be able to do everything with one click of a button or one scroll and it's everything look at reddit you
2: don't even have to confirm your email to start making you make an account in 14 seconds or even probably four seconds uh every website is going that way amazon you can buy with one click now you don't even need to confirm your address it's it's just we're getting to that level i can say alexa buy whatever and she will it's and she's gonna yell at me now but we uh you know there's we're in the future we're we're here and we're we're in the the last death throes of real life and before we get into full sci-fi future and we're the last it's generation already there man cares. they
0: bought whole foods no, they but, control the food you eat now but, it's but beyond it, everything but, but
2: joking aside like we are the last generation that cares my cousins who are in their their early teens are on their phones 90 99 percent of their lives as are most of us anyway but but what they're doing is different than what we were they they will be sitting next to someone and texting them. And that used to be a funny joke amongst us, but that's actually how they all talk because they're in a group chat and they only talk in that group chat and they're only shopping on this one website and they only do this, this, and that. Uh, You know, when we were kids, we would go hang out at the mall or we would go break light bulbs behind the wall bounds. And it's just, you don't do Wait, that anymore. Stop doing
0: that? I still, are, <laughs> I, I like breaking light
2: bulbs. but really, I mean, we're the last generation that played outside and
0: uh that's, I told, as... I've told i told you that before. It's like we're, we're this weird hybrid generation where it's like we remember the good old days where you could just play hockey with your friends down the street. But we did get to enjoy the advent of, of good technology. It, 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 but like now we look at the, the younger generation, it's like, whoa, you're too you're too far gone. Like we yeah. feel like we're the healthy ones where it's like we, we have a healthy respect for technology, but it has not dominated us
2: and that's going to be true of every generation i mean it's it's the oldest thing in the books you know my kid listens to bad music i would have never done that i, I it's hard to not think of it differently this time around though because we're we've never seen a jump in human technology like we have the past 10 years and it's yeah, only going unbelievable get
3: all it's unbelievable
1: and that's why in the future we're all going to be Ghost in the shell cyborgs being able to link up to the net while we're driving our cars
3: yeah it's getting crazy so long story short that's it. how you
1: get into youtube
3: yeah i was going to say i was going to say we should probably like touch on the subject of the of the actual the podcast that was sitting here like i should probably bring that up that we should talk about that because people are going to listen for an hour and just be like the fuck like bitching about how much youtube sucks for an hour <laughs> But it was, I mean, it's an interesting
2: conversation. It doesn't matter. We can go along anyway. So so real talk, let's get into that. O'Connor, myself, and, and Austin certainly have no idea. What, what does it take nowadays, and not even in your genre, just in general, what's the right way to go about building something that, let's say I have an idea for a YouTube channel, how do I get in there and, and have a chance at being found and recognized and, and watched?
1: Yes, how do I become the next big YouTube Mountain Dew thing? Give me the power. What power?
3: The power of the babe. That's such a hard question because... There's no good answer. It, it It definitely depends on your genre. A lot of a lot of ways to do it is pretty dirty. It's almost always dirty. Um, getting popular or anything on the internet is kind of dirty. it's It's kind of who you know, who you could attempt to collaborate with in order to grow your size. That's very common. Um, it's based on content as well. how interesting and engaging your content is, how much you're pandering to other things that people like or enjoy. Um, If you're talking about sports, for instance, you know, you're going to and it's a popular sport, you're more likely to grow than someone who's talking about something like lacrosse as opposed to NFL Um, talking about video games, etc. It's just that's an important thing. I mean, it's it's
2: not it's it sucks, but it's not always what you want to talk about. If you want to do this as a hobby. Cool. I mean, if you if you just want to make some videos on lacrosse because you're interested in lacrosse, that's awesome. Like, do, do it up. Uh, But if you're trying to, like, get that mass market appeal and skyrocket and make something interesting and funny that people want to care about, it has to be something interesting, funny that people are going to care about. You're not
3: going to get 10 million subs talking about lacrosse. Right. It's not happening unless you you start beating people with the lacrosse stick, you know, walking down the street, (laughs) making videos and then, you know, do it in a suicide forest. It's not going to happen. You know, your your content has to be accessible and interesting to people. And I don't want to say unique because that doesn't exist anymore. You just have to play yourself and like market correctly and you piggyback off of things that's larger than you. And it sucks, but that's kind of how it is. Or pray to the gods and hope you get discovered somehow you know, virally, and it hits another platform like Reddit or Twitter. And that's, you know, going back, you have as many platforms as possible because it could blow up on one of them. You know, it gets mass retweeted. Twitter is really great for that because it moves around feeds and people don't have a choice that it shows up on their feed. It's just there. Uh, Whereas YouTube, it doesn't work that way. You're, You're playing to an algorithm most of the time. They finally added a way to share videos to other people. It took them five years after they removed it, which sucked. I got very lucky. Because a lot of very big YouTubers commented or liked my videos, and it showed up on their feed on YouTube, and then people watched my videos. Um, I, I would now,
2: say you're you're being un, unfair when you say there's no unique people or, or channels anymore. I mean, I would consider yours unique. The problem is… A lot of people try to recreate what you do or do things like you do by being, you know, LOL, I'm so random and they're bad at it. So I think the the reality is if you're if you are starting out and new, I don't know any creators that I work with who are proud of their first year worth of work. And it's not that they hate it. It's just they've gotten so much better. So what I would do if you're starting out is show your friends, family or anyone who will watch it, your videos and ask for feedback. And they're your friends and family, so 99% of them are going to say, it's good, it's perfect, you're the funniest person I know. Yeah. If you believe that, don't make your channel. That's just not
3: true. Talk to For- your friend who's who, who's an asshole. Like, right. Who's going to tell Hi, you that how we doing? sucks? I, yeah, but, it, but,
2: or force, even force your own mother. Say, listen, I want to be better at this. I know it's not perfect. I, I appreciate that you think it's great. But give me five pieces of feedback. Just
3: five things. Ask I, your I, audience. Like, yeah. Right. It's your mom. My mom, if I show my mom, my videos, she- First of all, I don't. She's watched my videos, which is awful. <laughs> uh, she told me she hated. It. She was like, "Oh, Pepsi man, that was really cool." Up until you started masturbating with the bottle, I'm like, "Mom, that was the entire <laughs> joke of the video." Uh, so obviously <laughs> that's not you a joke. Get it. Match, right? The
0: masturbation is necessary.
2: So she just joking. she
0: just liked the Pepsi commercial.
3: Yeah, she liked the Pepsi commercial. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, obviously ask people who are around you. You know, if, if you're gonna make a gaming channel, talk to your gaming friends. You know, like your friend you play Counter Strike with or League. You know, was this funny about League or was this entertaining or what would you have done differently i mean yeah you're gonna get better editing is a job but you, in general it you know big youtubers have editors that they pay most of the time now because they're big and they, their time is more valuable than sitting there editing you know movies are edited by people with large editing skills comedy is a very specific type of editing that you can if you do just right it's hilarious and if you mess it up it's you completely can blow a joke um You get better at knowing how to play the game, and there's definitely playing a game. um, What people like based on how you act, you know, you can fall into certain like a certain personality or a type of video. Like I know people love the Old Spice videos when I do Old Spice videos, so I might as well do more Old Spice videos because people like it. Whereas, you know, if I did some sort of video and it got no response, why would I do it again? You learn how to do your craft better if it's artistic. Um, you get better over time. It's like drawing. if you draw for five years, you're gonna become a better artist. Um, if you do three d content or animation, you become a better animator, your timing and all that, you get better and better. so and, and
2: and the opposite of the lacrosse advice, if you're not if you're going at it and you're making the best stuff you can make and you're just still not getting noticed because it's too flooded, maybe you are trying to be the next fantasy football podcast, and that's just, You're probably not going to succeed at that. There's too many out there. There's too many that already have an audience and a fan base. And unless you're going to figure out a really unique, awesome way to do it, it doesn't matter how good and funny you are. Uh, So the opposite is is kind of find a hole where maybe lacrosse does have this secret subreddit of all these people that are obsessed with it and they are looking for help on their fantasy lacrosse pod world. You know, fill that hole then if you're interested in it. But it's it's hard to just, especially nowadays, to go in and get noticed. Discoverability is the main issue. And that's actually what you, when I tweeted out, hey, looking for episode ideas, I think the reason we originally discussed doing an episode together was exactly that, discoverability, and, and it's, it's impossibleness nowadays. Is there a secret to it? Is there any kind of tips you would give to someone who is trying to market their early channel? And let's say it's a gaming channel just to make it easy.
3: You could, like I said, just kind of jumping on people who are larger than you or working with them. Obviously, the biggest of the biggest are just going to tell you to go away, but you know you can get that friend who has a thousand, and then someone else like that. I mean, even now doing this podcast is good for me. You know, I have I have people who who listen in, and now they know who I am, and vice versa. You know, I just right, retweeted. Right for sure. I just retweeted your podcast. You know, as you had me on a guest, and now your podcast is going to grow X amount of people. You are growing your brand right now. This and which is you know you as an attorney and the podcast because of guests like me who have a following and we're all mingling like you just you need a network it's 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 all networking and it's just like any other genre or brand or anything you know movie star actor whatever you network you have more people they see you you know you work together and then you 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 get a little bit off of their audience or you know and and as an art you know artists they do this a lot too and i've seen this um where people if they have an oc which is you know original character or whatever um People will draw art for them, and of course they're going to retweet it because it's like, oh my god, you did this for me, thank you. Let me show everyone. And then now you just got exposure to their, you know, fifteen thousand, fifty thousand, however large it is, following. And you just sprinkled a little or grabbed a few of their their people. And if you do that a whole bunch, you grow and you grow and you grow. And then of course. It starts to snowball as you create more stuff. People start sharing it with their friends because they love it or they have a conversation on it or it goes on Discord. You know, once you hit a certain threshold, and I've always heard it's ten thousand, you know, on YouTube, give or take, it's it's not official, it's not like that, but that's when the snowball starts to roll, where if your content is engaging, it can start to feed off itself a bit. If you have five Subs, that's not going to happen. But, you know, 10,000, you know, you show your friend, oh, my God, this is hilarious. Check this out. And then they laugh and maybe they show their friend and it starts to snowball while you continue to do all the other things where you post it on Twitter, Facebook, all that. And just as many avenues as you can throw more and more
2: people to see it. Network, 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 100,000 percent. is true of any job, even in the, law- the lawyer industry. I don't care. About your resume, as much as I care about who you know and where you've been and, and who you've networked with, it's just the reality. It shows you're a hustler, it shows you're a hard worker, and it shows you get it. Uh, it's and that's you find clients. Think.
3: Yeah, like when you find clients, you you know you message esports people, you talk to them, you become their friend. Um, it's just how it happens. And like you're my attorney now because you were, you are my, you were. She just fired you. Um, my girlfriend, my 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 girlfriend's attorney, and that's how you know. That's how you just grew, right? And that's a very very you know. Tiny example, but it's just like that in in general. And you we're going to edit that larger, out, But she, she
2: fired me because we we kept you long for the podcast, not because I'm bad work
3: But yeah, uh-huh. so but you know, also just engaging content as well. You know, if your content is boring, no one cares. I've seen a million and a half people play the same game. You're not funny, you know, or you just I've seen That's it before. The thing There's
2: you need to remember, you're just never as funny as you think you are. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, you're not funny. Give it up. Ever. I'm 21 I mean, years old and I've never learned that lesson.
3: <laughs> yeah even i i mean i think i'm funny but everyone thinks they're funny because you know your own sense of humor
2: yeah same um, i mean i wake up and delete half my tweets every morning because i'm like yeah that wasn't that funny but sometimes yeah. they were
1: No, it's fine i know i'm hilarious
2: <laughs> uh but okay great so that is really gonna do it i mean thank you for for coming and, and sharing the knowledge because like i said you've been through this we haven't where can people find you where can people watch you what's the best way to to be in the Mountain Dew world
1: how can we grow the Mountain Dew name
3: <laughs> how can you grow my brand yeah um, Mountain Dew on YouTube uh, M-O-W-T-E-N-D-O-O I'm sure you'll have it spelled somewhere um, Twitter is my main hub for everything if I do something on the side sell a t-shirt do a twitch stream Twitter is like the main hub for what's going on everywhere that's not YouTube which is you know my biggest thing which is you know the, the 250,000 subs whatever you know big videos um Twitch. Do Twitch streams now. It's fun. I love talking to people. It's really enjoyable. It's just the same thing Mountain Do at Twitch. Um, SoundCloud, meh. It just goes back <laughs> to getting getting more people to notice my YouTube channel is my SoundCloud you know, when I post things that I was bored doing. But yeah, just YouTube is my main thing. If you guys want to check out my videos um, or if you guys want to talk to me about more of this stuff. Just hit me up on Twitter. I love to talk about how bad YouTube is, or you know what's going on in the general world, or complain about how they're screwing everyone over. It's something I I do a lot on Twitter. I mean, there's yeah.
2: networking. Hit up Mountain Dew and ask for some tips about your specific exactly. Stuff.
3: Tell me, uh, you know, show me your video, and if I think it's funny, I'll retweet it. Suddenly, you just grew your YouTube channel. You know, 300 views and 10 subs, and you know, do that to everyone, and suddenly you. You know, oh, and, and forge fake friendships. That's very, very popular on YouTube. That's, that's <laughs> to do that as much as possible. Just <laughs> message him when you're, you message someone that's your size and be like, hey, let's be friends. Let's work together. Oh, I love you. And then, you know,
2: just spit on them. Whoever grows up first, uh, whoever gets bigger first. Yeah, just completely cancel the relationship. It is. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we are ending the episode, I promise. But the worst part of every Twitch party is seeing all the talent walk around. And I use the term talent loosely in some of those parties, but they go. Well, they invited
0: and they, you, so well, yeah, I get it.
2: Yeah, I, I just I usually have to just sneak in, but they uh they they walk up and literally they don't even say hello. They just say, "Hey, how many followers do you have?" And that's how they're starting <laughs> these conversations to see who's and worth get each other's time. No, I'm I, serious. Yeah, it's, I,
1: it's the worst. I'm surprised they don't just save everybody's time and have like a little pin on your chest saying how many subscribers you have and how often you post. You know,
3: yeah, how high my name is, and then under it is is sub count. They
2: do both of those things, so it's it's. Uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, it's not. It's not necessarily by by follower, but they'll have like a VIP area for the kind of bigger subs and then an extra VIP area for the really big guys. All right. Awesome. Well, you can follow me at Mr. Ryan Morrison on Twitter, uh, Google Video Game Attorney. And I'm the prettier one. And if you uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I don't even know who else pops up. You can follow Austin at Robot Austin and you can follow the show at Robot underscore Congress. Oh, man, you're networking for me. This is great. Great. And subscribe on iTunes. And if you don't give us five stars, you can go Mountain Dew yourself. And- <laughs> Love you.
0: Goodbye.
1: That was a headgum podcast.